It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in Grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in It's a one-hour show, constantly speaking facts Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt And when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style Jake is gonna educate you, he has that knowledge on fire Player, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for Straight Facts What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, the sports show that educates and entertains, presented by the Up On Game Podcast Network. It's your boy, Jimmy J, my guys, Jake Galley, Kyle Sarek, Ed Statbat Robinson. We are a week and a half from the NBA playoffs, so we had like a Super Bowl in between week. This is almost like the NBA playoffs yep. in between week, right? Like we have one more episode before the playoffs start, so we got, you know, I don't know, you got the whole time to play. Next week's so, episode will actually be like right when the play-ins start too. Right, right. So it'll, it'll yeah. be a good episode. But for this week, we got a nice calm one. I guarantee how you guys been watching the end of the – I know you guys have. You guys are fighting for it. But we're we're not really fighting for playoff seating anymore. Or, MB, or MVP seating. No one on that team has any <laughs> MVP balladry, So No, no, no. Too, too it's all good. No, no. Too, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought the fire today, though. I'm, I'm glad you over there well, brought the fire today, though. I'm, I'm actually mad because behind the scenes, I had the first overall pick, and then something happened to where I'm now the, the last pick. We'll explain. I think I, it got rigged in some Patrick Ewing type I just think, envelope. You know, I don't know. This doesn't have luck with the ping pong balls. But yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I'm glad you brought the fire because – I'm, I'm in an argumentative mood. And before we get into our actual episode, I do want to post something because I was fighting for my life today at work, fighting for my life today. And I need to know your opinion. I want to know everyone's opinion out there. When it comes to just condiments on your cheesesteak, how do you how do you get your cheesesteak? And the options were mayo, oh, <laughs> oh, ketchup, or no condiment. Like aside from like any As onion, jet, onions, cheese, you might literally, though, fine. literally not, not those are that. your three options. No, yeah. no, that because the first argument was, does mayo belong on a cheesesteak? That's a hard no from me. Hell no. Thank you. That, that, that's got the same energy as pineapple on pizza to me. So I, I can't honestly. That's worse. Yeah, Ma- mayo it's, it's, on a cheesesteak. And then I got I got slammed because I put ketchup on my cheesesteak, which is absolutely unheard of. To no, me. you shouldn't get slammed. Absolutely unheard of to me. Not for me, but it's understandable. And I, I understand the argument if you have a, you know, if the cheesesteak's good enough, it doesn't need ketchup. It's like, it's like putting A1 on, on, a, on a steak. Yeah, yeah. People getting out of hand. Now. A1 is steak sauce. It is way. a so cheesesteak. I don't, under, I don't understand. Uh, here, here's what I'll say. So, that, so then that's where the three choices came out. So what, what's your, I don't think. It? Here's what I'll say. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Not going to. Because I don't think this any- is all to ruffle feathers. No, I don't think you're wrong for doing whatever. Me personally, I've actually just the only reason. Usually, I would say mayo does not belong in a cheesesteak. Oh, steak. don't do it. However, oh, don't do it. When you are uh, lactose intolerant or whatever I am, I don't eat dairy, so my cheesesteak is either going to be incredibly dry or I got to do something. Uh, well, it's just really a steak, steak, yeah. not even cheesesteak. So I do put mayo on it, and it is good. However. If I mean, you, you if you if you're turning you your hand, I, I'm not the I'm not the typical case. I never did before that, so maybe that that's where I lie. But Kyle, talk some sense to the people, please. Ketchup, Ke- like I don't know why you got dogged for picking ketchup. 
Because that's like right, a, you shouldn't get normal. Of to, to me, that's a, of to that me. is normal. It's like ketchup yeah. or nothing. Mayo is the weird one to me. I'm not gonna diss anyone that thinks they about mayo. I'm dissing. The funny thing Why is, like, so we had James. James tweeted that today. We had the same exact argument at my work the day before. It's a hot work. It seems day. like you had a heated debate. We were just going around, and someone said oh, mayo. No, no, we're no, like, no. People, but, I had to take a break from people. Do you like mayo on other things, or are you mayo? Mayo. Get, miss me with all okay so mayo. you're just anti-mayo i'm anti-mayo okay so now we we found right, the like, genesis of the well yes of the passion yes, of argument but it also doesn't belong on a cheesesteak like it's like like there's worse things out there i'm just trying to talk this through so he's going to come back tomorrow with some heat he's going to have some pointers for these guys <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, right. <laughs> Look, mayo I'm a, goes I'm a, with like deli meat yeah. it doesn't go with like you like could put it. Ready? You here. This is the last thing I'll say on the matter. If you want to level up, like a breakfast, anytime you're toasting like buns or something, I didn't know. Mayo, bang, face down on the pan. Butter, Let me butter, See, butter, same like thing. It's just but mayo, mayo. Mayo gives you a little, a little bit more of a crisp and a crunch. I'm telling you, it'll don't, don't miss me it'll change your life. Don't bring, don't bring mayo my way. Don't, don't put it on my cheesesteak. Don't put nothing. I don't need it. There's other condiments out there. I don't need mayo. I don't need. I'm surprised cream. someone thought ketchup was weird. Because that seems normal to me. It's just so gr- it's it's all it's all so gross. Anyway, sports. We'll 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 get back into sports. We mentioned that we were in an in between week, um, so we thought we'd have some fun with this episode. And it was Kyle's idea. It was a great idea. So we're gonna run with it. We're gonna do a draft, but not just any draft. A, a special draft of players you'd want in the playoffs, and it's of playoff teams. So we got one through eight in the East, one through eight in the West that you have at your disposal. And we're picking who you, who you, the five you'd want to go to war with in the playoffs. And I know we left this to be like really subjective, but like for example of why this is maybe different than just a straight up like picking of overall talent, I like you couldn't hold me at gunpoint and have me get Rudy Gobert on my team. That's maybe a little bit of a spoiler. There are players out there that I just simply don't trust in the playoffs who are good players. So that's where I think some of the variation will come and in. It's again, also, again, more polite than me. I'm not going to justify also talking not picking Rudy Gobert. This season, and the playoffs are two weeks away. We yep. know a ton of stuff about the NBA yeah. right now and what we think is going to happen. There play. are some players that I'm not afraid to, to go and get that aren't top, top, top of the line players because we're talking about the playoffs. I won't give away too much. As you guys all know, Kyle cheated and rigged the system. He got the first pick. Oh, no, it's just, this is like this is like when, when the Cavs got the it, first pick and got Kyrie. It actually I, I just, couldn't have been more fair. Everyone had that's a debatable. I didn't. I didn't see the website he picked. That's all I'm gonna say. I think this the is all. Would just he knew how to that. navigate and everything. Anyway, Kyle with the first pick in the straight facts playoff draft. Kyle Sirik selects the greatest player in the world, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, and that's and and undoubtedly, and and that is and that is a very very smart pick for the first overall pick. And Jake, you're 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 keeping this. You're keeping track. Two time champion. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Been really to every single round in the playoffs. In the East, now he's in the East. He's been to the second round last year. He's ready to make a run. I know they're at low seed right now, but I think the Nets have a shot to make a run. And if there's one player probably in the league I want, it's Kevin Durant. Yeah. I mean, easy money, the Slim Reaper. Can't start wrong with that one. He is is a toenail short of of maybe winning a championship. I know that's what's projecting a round over. But, I mean, if he doesn't wear a size 14 shoe or whatever he wears – they beat the they beat the Bucks. They go to the finals, and who and who knows what happens after that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I still think he's a a top three to five score that this game's ever seen, and in the playoffs it gets personified, man. I think he's one. 
He's in there. He's in there. It, since he left OKC, really, like we talk about big moments all the time. He probably, in terms of at least NBA finals or Easter or conference finals, mm-hmm. he has to be number one. I know I said Giannis. I think he eventually will get there. But right now, KD, good pick. Right. Okay. So Kyle gets – are we naming our teams, by the way? No. Nah. I team, got oh, you can't team Kyle. Losing team. I'm, I'm not going to be the corny one and just be the only one to name my team. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, the second pick in a straight backs playoff draft, James selects Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek, the Greek freak. I mean, it was, to be honest, I told you this off camera, Kyle. Um, I had two players in mind. If you went one, I went with the other. It I knew was, exactly who It was Kevin Durant and Giannis. No surprises here. Yeah, it's, 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 and we might not see some in the first round, but I'm but interested when this draft goes further. What's how who we're going to get. Um, but for Giannis, I saw him do it to my team in the finals last year. Just You want to talk about um, just the, the ability to take over the game and, and, and be dominant and unstoppable in any facet of, of the game. And now that he has a working jump shot, like it's not just, you know, he puts him up. Like, now that he actually has a, a fluid, smooth jump shot, when the game slows down in the playoffs, Giannis knows how to play, and he can just he, he can do it in, in any way possible. He, he should have absolutely torn every ligament in his knee last year, and then he came back, gave my team two 40-point games and a 50-point triple. The devil's advocate against Giannis is the fact that he's only done it in one postseason in his career. Well, like Durant's done it in multiple, but, like, right. everything about Giannis is that he's ascending. But Giannis, Giannis, Giannis did it – Beating the team who had the best record to end the regular season, and then also do it with his best second best player being Chris Middleton, not Steph Curry. Especially right and now, then Clay Thompson. at this moment, I think he's playing maybe the best basketball of his career. It's nuts. He's 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 and he's right in there in that MVP race. All right, with the third pick in the straight facts playoffs draft, Stat Matt selects Joel Hans and Bead. Yes, right out about it once. That hurts Jake. It. That hurts Jake it's, as he has to type it down. I actually right? didn't think you. All right, it's one. I think you got to get a center early. You got yeah. Draft few and because far between. because it, there's a drop off once yeah. you hit like towns. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got my center. He's the best center in the league. He's going to be the first center to lead the league in scoring since Shaq. He'll be the first center to have 30 points per game in a season since Moses Malone. Mm-hmm. Another sixer great. My favorite sportsman of my entire adult life. I'm very happy he fell to three, just like I'm very happy he fell to three in 2014 for the Sixers. There you go. Oh, good stuff. Matt is putting team, it all together. I want to know, what does Team Matt say about the fact that his number one overall pick's never been past the second round? He had Ben Simmons on his team. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. That's a good say, the say. Probably the best answer. <laughs> the you best answer you could have yeah. you you given. <laughs> all right. And the last pick of the first round. No, no. But okay. But with the fourth pick of the straight facts playoff draft, Jake selects. I just want to first say I'm grateful. I'm actually grateful that I fell to four because it allows me to make this pick with a clearer conscience than if Joel Embiid was not off the board already. Got to go with Nikola Jokic. Wow. Yeah, I did it. Got to go with Nikola wow. Jokic. He did, did it. it. Uh, I agree. I look, agree and, you have to go with And I, I know that, and I even after this episode concludes, I will still champion Joel Embiid over Nikola Jokic. I think that it was right in the order that of which they went. That being said, we cannot forget what Nikola Jokic has done the last two years, as well as in the playoffs. You remember that marathon of a game and series, really, um, that he had against the Jazz, where like they're going into OT, he's playing every minute, and he's still the same guy. So I think in terms of playoff and, and, and that, that aspect of the playoff toughness, 
he checks those boxes. Um, and obviously, as as like a guy who kind of runs the offense and he can really do whatever you want, I'm happy with this pick as much as I have been his, uh, I don't know, you have, his, his you opposition have been, all year. You have been his opposition, but you've been his opposition sticking up for your player, who I believe you're right to stick up for. So, you know, as much as I know that that probably does pain you to pick, Jokic, that pains me. You, you would be even, you'd be in even more pain rounds two, three, four, or five when you realize you don't have a setter, and da da da, who's staring you in the face? <laughs> Probably Rudy Gobert or Towns or somebody. Yeah, like this is. I've been vetted through fantasy sports where it's like I'm on the clock, and the only person who remotely has any value is like a Dallas Cowboy or something, and I just have to eat. Just have to eat it. Yeah. Just have to do it sometimes. So we'll t- we'll take you. Right. All right. So snake draft. We're gonna do it right. So Jake, you're gonna go back, and you have now the first pick of the second round. So you now select with your second pick. Uh, I'm going to take a guy who we spoke about in the MVP afterthought. I don't know if afterthought's the right word. MVP uh, honorable mentions. We'll say Ooh. last episode. I'm going to go with Luka Doncic that's here. That's a good uh, pick. At number five. Oh, that's, that's a, good a really pick. good pick. Uh, oh, he took my I know. Me too. That's a really good pick. I think pick. he definitely is the value pick of the draft. And when you look at guards, uh, guys who can, again, do it all, uh, he, he is the first person to come to mind. He's playoff proven at a young age. And when you talk about the two that I've acquired here mm. with Luka and Jokic, when you talk about as I, if I'm a wing defender, and I'm not oh. sure if you guys are familiar with like a hell loop, something you just yeah. you know, you're a bad person this gets played over and over again that's a playoff series in a pick and roll i was about to say the, the pick and roll you are going to absolutely bully people in a pick you and just roll. can't choose correctly like anything that you choose is wrong and that's run a hundred times so like I-, I love this pairing and i'm happy with my two there you go there you go matt you are now the second pick of the second round you select stephen curry yeah, yeah. I got to go. Even with, the, even with the injury. Even, even with, with the, the injury. injury. Okay. Because um, this is this year's playoffs we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Year's okay. Playoffs. Right, right. Uh, there's not much to say about Steph Curry but other than his health, but he'll be back to the playoffs. He, in 2016, was hurt in the playoffs, too, and he was great up until the finals. Um, I love the pick and roll game that could happen with him and Embiid. Just that duo, it's unguardable, mm-hmm. honestly, having him and Embiid. And their and and Bede's strong uh, defense inside makes up for the fact that Steph's perimeter defense isn't that great. So if someone gets by Steph, Embiid can block him. Okay, all right. I yeah. like I like the Steph Curry pick. I was never gonna take him. Never I was I was Curry. gonna shy away because of the playoffs. hand. But if it, if it fell to me, if he fell to me, absolutely, I would have picked him if he fell to me. The problem is you're about to take who I think I want to take. So really, because I I don't know why. I th- why do I think my pick's a little bit out of the box? Who I'm about to go? Go for it. Um, but my second pick is Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's who you wanted. Yeah, that's who that's you the best. I like pick. it. I like <laughs> it. Yeah. I, by far the best. I, pick. I, I like it. You want to <laughs> talk about a dude who who cemented himself in the superstar category this year? And we we I think were one of the first podcast shows to say that if the Celtics want to win, everyone else has to play defense and Jason Tatum and Jaden Brown, Jalen Brown's just got to score 30 to 35 every night. And that's exactly what they're doing. Like that, that's literally the mantra of their team right now. And I've seen Jason Tatum, although it doesn't won't go in the history books, he did put up 60 mm-hmm. in a playing game last year. I know he's got big, you know, he, he can perform in those big moments. A guy who's been in the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times. He talked on LeBron in the playoffs. Okay, so we, he's valid. He's valid. I love the pick. That's my number two. He also put up 50 in a playoff, an actual playoff yeah, game also, last really, year. Come on, man. Like, cool. And I think everyone's reaction shows you just, like, the premium that's put on 
wing scoring, bigger wings who mm-hmm. can score at will. There's not a ton of them. So I yeah. can move him. I know we're not going to draft a bench. If I had a, a hypothetical bench, I can move him to a three, to a four. Yeah. If I want to go real small, I guess it can, it can get real funky with Jason Tatum. But Kyle, go ahead. Your second pick now that I took uh, yours. Going into the second round, I had my eyes on two guys, Luca and Tatum. Yeah. Figured I wasn't going to get Luca. I thought when Matt took Steph, I was getting Tatum. I'm taking D Book though. Yeah, it's got to. Which I thought you were going to take. Scoring. That's yeah. your team. You're not taking Devin Booker, but that's fine. I got KD and D Book like on my explosion. team now, so my team is just going to get buckets, buckets on you. We're going to worry about defense probably rounds three, four, and five. KD plays some defense. Book mm-hmm. maybe a little liability in the playoffs, but I know my team's scoring, so I'm happy with this pick. Yeah, actually, sure. I mean, it, I wanted wing scoring next because I got my my big. Um, it was between those two in my mind. It's just Devin Booker. I saw go. Inconsistent in the in the play, especially in the finals last year, and then uh, Jason Tatum. I know he hasn't had a you know a deep playoff run like that very recently, but he doesn't go cold in stretches like that that Devin Booker does. But I mean, oh, I, 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 I not like I don't trust yeah. D Book. That's a good pick. So now Kyle spin back around. Yeah, third round first only, pick. That's crazy. I know, I know, I know. Because I was really only thinking about one yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta hurry up too. I gotta I gotta prepare too. Yeah, go I think ahead. the other guy. Oh man, we're really gonna struggle on defense, but. Just because how fun this team would be together. I'm a GM that we might just go full offense mode. And I know you need defense in the playoffs, but I'm going to take John Morant. I'm going to take John Morant. So okay. now I got John Morant, D Book, Kevin Durant. You're playing fast. We You're were ta- fast. Jake was talking about where you really don't want Gobert. I might want Gobert. You might I, I, need, ready, yeah, I need someone that can play. You got buckets. In the, you got buckets. It's just you're going to have no no paint score. We'll see what happens that. when we get there. But three rounds in, I'm KD book job. I'm happy. You yeah. have versatility with KD too. Right. Like you can't you can't put him at also, the four. Like for the job pick, like maybe people think that is too high. Um, if you're going overall, that was the ninth pick going into these playoffs. Mm-hmm. Look at the list yourself. See where you would grade Jaw. Because looking at some of these teams, I mean, there's a couple guys up there, but. John Morant's been a bucket this year. His team is playing amazing. They're set up to make a playoff run. We're talking about this year's playoffs. I'm gonna go with John Morant. I mean, I, this is a guy who's and he's an all star star all star starter. So if you put it in that logic, that's top ten in the NBA, right? So I mean, I, I don't think you. And Ron were taking a leap. I'm not. Sure, I don't know. I don't know if I would have. I would have picked him. It's not a bad pick. Like now that you actually well, picked them and actually hear it out loud, it's not a bad pick as your third player. Yeah. Like you know what I mean to get to get John Moran as your, so here, in your third round. Here's where it's kind of crazy. Right. Here's where the playoffs really play into it. Uh, that angle of it really plays into it for me because there's another guy who I would have taken here. Strictly talking about who I trust in the playoffs, and I have a feeling I'll let it go to you, James, that he might not be on the board for much longer. What? What? Oh. oh, oh. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to talk you into anything. My my third pick, I, I could go a couple ways with this. I really could. Psych, no. My, <laughs> <laughs> my third pick, and I'm so glad he fell into the third round. Give me Chris Paul. Give me the point guard. Is that who you were talking about, Jake? Give yes. Me, yeah, absolutely. Oh, a guy who's had success in the playoffs that's never won anything? Uh, don't, don't let him. I'm not gonna let him ruin this. Book I'm not for even me. gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna let him ruin this book for me. I'm not gonna let him ruin this book for me. I'm gonna focus on the guy who captained the ship. To the guy, to the team who had the best record at the end of the regular season last year, a sixty win three, sixty three win team this year, took them to the finals, was up 2-0 on the Bucks and all that. And I mean, it's it's the ultimate maestro. I know you got a great pick and roll situation there with Luca and Embiid, and I don't necessarily have that with Giannis. But what I do have is a player who who masters the pace of the game. And he's got Luca and Jokic. I got Embiid. Luca, so. Luca and Jokic. Sorry, sorry, but um, to to. I have a guy who masters the pace of the game, and especially in the playoffs, uh, he's going to be able to get everybody into their spot. He's going to know, you know, how to how to maneuver with Giannis in that offense. I mean, obviously, I'm going to get Chris Paul. Thank you, y'all. 
for, for because actually really yeah, just thank you Jake because he's the only one who'd be spiteful enough to take I was him. going to pick him if you did not pick him he was oh, there's no way I'm letting him slide past yeah, the Matt's already got there's Steph, no way. Yeah. so Matt probably wouldn't have taken CP and and to be honest Matt taking Steph sparked my point guard and I was like uh-oh point yo guards are starting to go yeah guards <laughs> are starting to guards. go I don't and then he picked John like absolutely not can't can't play with it no more <laughs> can't play with it no more so Chris Paul um is mine so now it goes to Matt Matt the 11th third round third pick I, I have some decisions to think about. Uh, let me – I might shoot on this and go a little early. No, I, like not, how, I can't do it. I got to go Jimmy Butler. Good. Oh, good, go pick, good pick, good pick, good pick, good pick. I almost got too smart. I was between him and Ja. So. Yeah. yeah I, good pick. Great playoff pick. Like, I, I want everyone to – like, people who are listening, because there are going to be some people out there you say, Jimmy Butler, when when – so-and-so is on the board, and so-and-so is on the board. Jimmy Butler, two years ago, this guy led an improbable Heat team through the playoffs, took out my best player on my team, took out everybody, everyone's best player, and went to a bubble championship against the Lakers. Like, a, a tremendous playoff pick by you. And he re- People forget he was horrible in the playoffs last year in four games, though. But Only sweep of the whole playoffs. Yeah. Uh, with the Sixers in 2019, he was the best Sixer in that Raptor series. What, Embiid was sick. Simmons was playoff Simmons. Butler carried us through game two, and he carried us through game six because Embiid was just not right that series with his illness, and Marcus Gasol is great defensively. Butler carried them to game seven, carried them in the fourth quarter of game seven as well, and then obviously what he did with the Heat in the bubble was great. And – the Heat have the best record in the East. Like, the Heat aren't just, like, he's led the Heat. He's been the best player on the team with the best record in the East. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with my Jimmy Butler pick. That's a good yeah, pick. You should be. You should be. A, that was the right pick. You should, you should be. Um, Jake, two third pack. round. Yeah, two pack. Third round, fourth pick. This is where the champion. He was quiet too. that whole time Matt was explaining his dunk. And then he dialed into And to be honest, I saw you get quiet, and I started to dial into my next pick. Like, I got I to gotta know who I want. As we've gone through the draft, the side, the, the crosstalk does die down because it's really – this is like <laughs> – like, honestly, it's all well and good to pick your favorite superstar, to have a superstar because of X, Y, Z. But when it comes down to it, what will make or break a team is your weakest link. So, like, yeah. these third, fourth, fifth round picks, like – in my opinion, those are the guys you you have to hit on because you know your your superstar is going to give you some stuff. Yeah. That being said, I, I might get a little funky with one yeah. of these two picks. Okay, go ahead. First one I think is a no-brainer. It's really just a matter of do I want to structure my team this way? I don't think at this point I have any other uh, option. Has to be Kyrie Irving. When we're talking about okay. playoffs, mm-hmm. when Good we're pick. talking Good about pick. big moments, guys who I trust, Forget what you think about him as a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, dude can yeah. put the ball in the hoop. It does not matter the conditions of did, who's in his face, whatever. Yeah. Did it again last night against what, the Wizards? Uh, I'm not sure against maybe something like that. But he, he had a bad, great game. Bad team, bad team. Rockets, um, Rockets, Rockets. But, yeah, I mean, look, a, a guy who has been at the top of the top and is another kind of ball handler that, honestly, I would want Luka to have the ball for the majority of the game, but late game situations – We've got our closer. We've got our guy to go to. Uh, one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals yeah, history is, is Kyrie NBA Irving. History. Yeah, in NBA history is is, is Kyrie Irving. Um, you got to give it to him. Like I, I, that's another a really good pick by you. I don't know if you guys are doing this as well. I'm I'm like kind of pinning my team against your team. I'm not saying like I got to get the matchups right, but I'm like, oh, he's got so and so. I can't I be actually, lacking in this category. Talking about that, I was actually going to say 
we should stop right now. Let's do, a yep, exactly. let's do a little poll exactly. between us who we think has the best team. All right, Jake, read off, read off the, the audience the first on who three everyone teams. has. Read yeah. off the first three players on everyone's team. So we have Kyle, who had the number one pick. He has KD, Booker, and Morant. Okay. We go down to James. Got a little bit more size. Giannis, Tatum, CP3. I love it. Third pick was Matt, who got Embiid, the MVP. He also <laughs> got Steph and Jimmy Butler. Good, some, you have a good team. You some playoff strength. And then you have my team with all of my Banes on it. <laughs> Luka, Jokic, Kyrie. Who has the best team? Throw a little, you can't vote for yourself. How about can't this? Can't vote for yourself. James, who has the best team? Hold can't on, vote for yourself. I got to see him in front of me again. So, so. I got my vote. Matt, you can go first then. Matt, you go first. James says, okay. You don't have the best team? One for James. James, you're up. Matt, I like. I knew you were gonna. I, yeah, no, I, really, I was gonna make you guys vote first, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really like, I really like Matt's team. Yeah, I'll go next. We got one vote, mate, or Matt, one vote, James. I'm gonna say Matt has the better one, but uh, yo, you're, that you're goes with a caveat. It's tough because, like, I think Steph's gonna be fine in the playoffs. Like, this Warriors team has really been the talk all year. That was like Suns broke away at the end, but the Warriors are looking to make a playoff run. Yeah, so I think that's a fine pick. Yeah, so I am. It's funny that it ends up like this. I'm gonna. I was gonna go with James if I was the first person asked, not just because it breaks down two v two. Like I think James's lineup is probably the one that I would pick at this point. And uh, Kyle, you and I got no picks, and I know, I know, my next pick is not going to help me in the in the public court of opinion. However, I why think would it's you, a, but you think it's a good pick? I, I think it's as a good long pick. as you could justify your next pick. Like we, we you know, just give me the facts behind right. your next pick. So the fourth round is started. The first round, fourth round Jake's is started. Jake's on the clock. Snake trap. You got first. Jake, one. Jake, first pick of the fourth round. So this is more based off of now I'm looking at holes. Now I'm looking right, at right, what, what do I, I need to fill? fill? What do I need to supplement? And one thing, like I've knocked all year, and I think is true, Jokic is not a defensive big man. Yeah. He's not. He's not a guy that's going to stick the other team's best big. He can't in the series. And I know that better than anyone. So the guy who I'm going to eat some crow on and put him in at the four slot, Triple J, my man Jaron Jackson That's not Jr. a terrible pick. That's, that's not, a surprise pick. That's a surprise pick, but it's not a terrible I mean, pick. Hold on. I would say depoy candidate. He is right. He's a guy who can do a lot of things that Jokic can't, and as well as like, especially offensively, he's a guy who can just get out of the way, stand in the corner, be a guy who can get kicked to, knock down a three. That's not really where we need you. Where we need you is every time that we're coming down the floor, you need to be the guy who's matching up against the Giannis's, against the Paul George type guy, against whoever it may be, who against Tatum. Now, let me let me pose it just as argument take devil's advocate. What makes you? take him over Bam out of bio, who probably could do the same thing, but I think Bam is just a little bit more dynamic than Triple J he, can be. I, I think he you could make the case he's the better player. Um Bam out of bio is. The only issue is I don't think he fits as well with Nikola Jokic because of Bam fair, there's fair. a little bit of overlap there. I think Bam's a great facilitator for what he is. Fair, fair, um yeah. good defender in his own right. But I'm right. gonna go with Triple J there. I, I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You go you got size, you will control the rebounding, you'll control the boards for sure. Um, so now we'll go, I'm losing my brain. It goes back to Matt, right? So I look at my team. I got Steph. I got Jimmy Butler. Both of them are good on the ball. And I've gotten beat, obviously, who's down low. And he's also good on the ball. So I'm looking at someone who can be an off-ball guy who's not that obsessed with scoring all the time. And I'm going to go with NBA champion Chris Middleton. Okay. Wow. Chris Middleton. That's not a bad pick. People forget. 50-40-90. People forget. <laughs> In the Eastern Conference Finals last year, Giannis went down 2-2 series. 
Middleton's their best player. Game five, game six, they win the series. Cash money Middleton, People right? People forget, game four of the NBA Finals, they're down 2-1 to the Phoenix Suns. Middleton puts up 40 in a comeback win to tie up the series at two. Giannis wasn't Giannis at 26 that game, but Middleton, I think, is one of the most underrated players in the league, and he's very unselfish, and I think he fits very well. You opinion. want to talk about not the public eye not loving the pick but sticking with it? It's, it's that one right there, and that's a good pick, man. No, that's like, a, that's an incredibly that good is pick. a great pick. And to all my team's fans out there, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna have the worst team now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people keep taking the way it. I've structured my team. I need a wing. I was looking at the list of teams while you guys were going there. Uh, there weren't too many wings left, and I was like, I, I, need, need, a, I need a wing too. I so. need Chris Middleton. Uh, so mm. yeah, anyone fans of Team Kyle, I'm sorry. I need a I need a wing too. So I, I'm, I'm the next pick. So I I look at I look at my team structure. I have a, I have a point guard. I got my Giannis and my big, and I'm still whether he's going to be the four or five on my team is still up for debate. How you know how this thing shakes out, and then I have Jason Tatum who is going to be the two or three depending on how this shakes out. But I want I want another like another wing player another wing score but i want a two-way guy jason tatum's not a two-way guy and i want a two-way guy and i want a guy who's bounced back in the public eye bounced back in my eye a lot for what he did in the playoffs last year give me paul george man oh give me pg paul george it's kyle's again i knew it was gonna be kyle's again <laughs> i knew it was gonna be kyle's again um i've i've officially stripped the pandemic p nickname from he's sick <laughs> i've officially stripped the, the pandemic p nickname from him um because what he did in the playoffs last year, he, he deserves all the credit and more. He he brought that Clippers team to Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard. He's gonna come back come back this season. He already came back this season. First game drops thirty plus. Like he looks like he's gonna be the Paul George who we know can go get some buckets and another guy who can play in a slow pace. Loves the half court and man, I, I got myself a good bucket. I like that. So I think I'll play him. He's it's weird because he's low key taller than Tatum, but he plays the two. His natural guard position is the is the two guard. So you're gonna have a big team. I'm gonna I have yeah. a, a really big team, but a, a team who's all, all proven itself. So I think I'll put I'll probably put him at the two, or, or put, yeah, put him at the two, put Tatum at the three, and still have yet to see what I'm gonna do with Giannis at the four or five. I got options though. I got options, but I like that, Kyle. Last pick of the fourth round. We've we've put you into a corner. It's a tough. Bit. I mean, obviously, right now I'm looking at Morant D book. You really can't play D book at the three. So mm-hmm. I have a one two solidified. Then I have KD sitting there can play a three or a four. Tobias mm-hmm. Harris is available. Oh, that's a, that's a good call. <laughs> oh, uh, I was joking. Yeah, I was no, joking. He, oh, I so was him. So was he. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, was he. so was he. No. So I'm gonna show up the center position. I know I have back to back, so it doesn't know which one I pick first. But this guy deserves some respect as a fourth rounder. So I'm gonna go Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I'm surprised he yeah. lasted this long. Well, so to be I, honest, I think you, if you, if I would have thought about the draft more, and I'll make this point after actually, but if you think about this draft, you know Embiid and Jokic are going one two, so you can just let the center slot. Right, right. So I'm gonna go Towns. I think it's a good pick. Uh, Towns and D book on the same team that could work out. We they know go. we got some chemistry there. They go, they go, they go. We got KD. Uh, can't get a bucket. Can't play good defense in the playoffs. I believe in Towns this year. I think we talked about it last episode. He's taking a step up. And I'm really interested to see what he does in these playoffs because not only is he playing great basketball, but his mindset seems completely locked into basketball right now and winning. Winning seems to matter to him right now way more than it has before. I don't think you should downplay your team so much. You have hoopers. You have all oh, hoopers. hoopers on your team. Pure Guys, hooper team. Pure, pure yes. hooper team. And that's dangerous. Like that's 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 a team that you catch momentum a, a lot. Atlanta Hawks, you catch momentum in the playoffs. You just go on a roll where you can't miss. Everything is in a rhythm. You got guys who all love having fun on the court, yeah. who can all play loose. I, oh, 
I like your squad. Oh, and my next pick's pretty good too. I like your squad. Okay, so you round out your team right Four here. Fourth, fifth rounder. So obviously, D Book and Miranda mentioned that's uh, are my two and my one. So those are shirt up. I got Cat at the five. Katie's a flex. We're gonna play Katie at the four, which is fine. That works out. Okay. And we're gonna play Demar Derozan. Yeah, at the three. He it was between. We're him. gonna play Demar yeah, Derozan that's a good at pick, the three. Kyle. That was a good pick because <laughs> I was. It was for when I picked Paul George. It was between him or Paul George, yeah. and, I, and I swayed Paul George. Hey man, but we're looking at a MVP candidate the first half of the season. The Bulls kind of fell off. We know what happened with them. Still a good team. I still think. I mean, you look at the team. They have guys that have been to the playoffs before. Guys, Zach Levine's not a vet, but he's not young either, right? Vucevic has been there every year, first round bounce, whatever. We have guys on this team that are experienced, and no one else on that team is more experienced in the playoffs than DeMar DeRozan. Mm. So I think they have a shot to make a run, and if they do, it's going to only be because of DeMar. So I think it's a good playoff pick. To round out my team, I'm taking it. Yeah. You got him? Okay. It's right back to me, huh? You could actually get weird. I was actually I thinking. Could give, I could, you could get I, weird. I could get weird. I was thinking Cat was going to make it back to you, and that would be a wrap. Like, no one can. Like, that would have been the perfect, but, but, like, but then it, like, I don't know. There's a, there's, I could be, like, too tall and too big. I like, guess like, that's true. That is mean? a massive like, team. Yeah. That's a, tall, that is a massive, massive team. team. But Paul, Paul George is a guard-esque, a wing-esque. He's still 6'9". Right. Still 6'9", 6'10". Like, like, so I still don't have the smallest team, but I look at my team build and their positions. I have Chris Paul, who's obviously my point guard, but then I have Paul George and Tatum, who are absolute wing players. I'm not, I'm not going to put them down below. So when I look at someone, I got to pair with Giannis. And do I want to go real big and go with center? No, because the only side of left, I'm not taking. <laughs> what about his center? He works well with him. Yeah, he does work well with him. And, <laughs> and, and for, that, for that, just shout out to Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez came back last night and had a great game, too. I, You know I love him, Brooke Lopez. I do, too. You know, what's, I love, he doing? what's he doing in 2022? I love, I love what Brooke Lopez hoops. But He's what, a fun player to root for. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I just look down these teams, and it's really from, too, the pool of which we have to pick from. Like, yeah. you can't – that's also kind of dictating, who, you know, who and where I go with. And for what I have, I think I'm going to go this way. I mentioned him earlier. I think I'm going to go Bam Adebayo. That's a good pick. And put him at the four, put Giannis at the five. And that's really interchangeable. And that's inter- either, about, which, either one could go either one. Like, honestly, positionless basketball doesn't – I'd say the center and the point guard are the two ones that get left out of that. Mm. But when you look at Giannis and Bam, I don't think either one of them is a true four or a true, true five, five. But they're one of them. And, so. and, <laughs> and what – what, Bam allows me one another two way player. I, I pretty much all my players are two way players. J- Jason Tatum is the worst defender on my team, and I'll, I'll take that. Um, and also, when when you have Bam, he's not a big who's going to take up space for Giannis. Giannis still has room to operate. He like Triple J, the same reason I mentioned him with him, can step out into the seventeen to nineteen twenty foot range and hit a kick out jumper. Or if the offense isn't working, he gets it on a swing to be able to facilitate that big to big passing with Giannis and. and my my whole team can pass. My whole team can facilitate. My whole team can score if they want to. I, I like I like just how interchangeable, how dynamic my team can. And, get. and to be fair, uh, granted, I think we all did. Like I looked down, like oh, my team's pretty good. Like oh, it seems we are picking like the, the 20, twenty best players. players. No, yeah, but, yeah. Like, yeah. but, but I mean, this no, is, I hear you. You know I what I mean? Like, I no, it. no, there can be bad picks. Like wait, there, there, there can. Uh, trust me, I'm about to make one. Don't and worry. <laughs> you still got one on you. All right, Matt. It's always. You always know who's on deck because it's the one who's not talking. I've never heard Matt. Yeah, I've heard Matt in quite some time. So, uh, Matt, the your same, fifth pick. No, I have a lot of ways I can go. Go read Matt's team again. So, his team is Embiid, Steph, 
Butler and Middleton in terms of the rounds they were picked in chronological order. So the thing is, I don't have, not to brag, I don't have many holes on my team. Um, we just and, went over this. You you were into the yeah, stats, yeah, but uh, we, we, all, we none of us do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I heard. I, uh, but like, I have shooting. I have defense. The one thing I'm a little lacking in is passing. Okay, he's not gonna. So Uh-oh. I gotta go. Oh, you don't with like James it? Harden? Right. Ah. I was gonna say it would have been an absolute crime if we, because I wasn't going to pick him. It would have been a crime if no one picked him. I, I and Triple J him. got picked. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And Triple J got picked. James Harden got picked. Um, no, I, I like it because also what it allows Steph to do. We know Steph doesn't always love being the one to bring the ball up court. Yeah. He likes getting in his spot and, and mm-hmm. getting catching the ball off a screen in rhythm. Steph off ball is really scary. Steph off ball is scary. And James Harden can now go into mm-hmm. facilitator mode. You have scoring with Steph. You have scoring with Middleton. You have inside scoring with Embiid. James Harden can be facilitator James Harden. Which and Butler can just – be there. Just be like, there. Just like be the Jimmy Butler. Oh, guy. he'd be the. I, I don't got to worry about I, yeah. scoring. All I got to do is late game scoring when they double and beat. I got to be ready for you, a kick out. Three. I will say, Matt's team's a little small. Yeah, I'm about to say, you, you are going you're to be play, feasted upon are by you JJJ. Play Chris Middleton in the fort. Chris Middleton at the fort, yeah. See, yeah. if I was picking. Oh, oh, bam, meet him up. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, bam, it's up. like tough. Like, it's, it's like weird to say. But if I was picking there, I probably would have picked Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Mm. Just for the team. It's weird to say Siakam <laughs> over Harden. I, I agree he might be a better fit. Harden's a better player. but Harden's Oh, yeah. For his player. team, though. I mean, Chris Middleton at the four, But for his team, because then, then you picked Siakam, and now Steph has to be the ball hand, the primary ball handle on his team. That's fine. But Steph don't want to do that. That's not, that's not Steph at his greatest. I want Steph at his greatest. And Steph at his greatest is with James Harden having the ball in his hand first. I just like he needs a facilitator on his team. Maybe Jimmy Butler can be that facilitator, but I like James Harden's facilitation. Yeah, like Butler's look at look at Steph Harden. Look at look at Steph Curry without Draymond Green, without the facilitator on the team. Steph Curry's not as good. Steph like is he needs that. Still the primary ball handler though. Yeah, and but he, he has been his whole six career. Per game. Yeah, it, Harden's like, averaging ten point one. All right, we'll see. It allow it allows some we'll stuff. Yeah, Jimmy Butler at the we're three. Gonna, I think we're going to get the players. Yeah, well, we're going to see. In the, no, because our fans we are going to vote. Our see. fans, our fans are going to vote, and we know more than anyone. Who know our fans? Our fans are the smartest fans in the world. Um, but I think Jimmy Butler might be where you get exploited a lot. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm big in that in that spot. Jake has size in that spot. Like, I got KD at the floor. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. KD eat up Middleton. We're going to see. I think Go ahead, man. This, is, this may be. Everyone's been waiting on this. Everyone's this could have potential to be pick of the draft material. Not that we, as we said, we'll ever find out. I mean, you got to make up for Jaron Jackson Jr. How about, so we need, <laughs> uh, we need <laughs> probably still some 3 and D defensive stopper. Doesn't need the ball. We have a ton of guys who need the ball on my team. So we need someone who is going to defend on the wing and knock down jump shots. And I can't believe, and this is this is this is this is like name value playing into why this guy hasn't been picked, in my opinion. Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, forty-three percent shooter, nineteen mm. points per per game, perfectly fine at being the fifth or fourth option on the offense, and a guy who can go up. And, and contest with any sort of sort it does of uh, fit into your team makeup gonna... and put it in that two spot. So I'm gonna and, and look three spot. It doesn't feel great rattling off JJJ and Desmond Bean, but it is effective. <laughs> and also shout out. I know I'm getting Matt V's vote. Matt I know I'm getting Matt V's vote. I got Jaw though. But you are that. Yeah, we got team. how we have three of the five Grizzly starters. So <laughs> that's that's good actually team. the surprise of the draft that three Grizzlies got taken. Well, they're the second second seed in the West. Yeah, I know second second seed in the West. Um. 
But I mean, here, here's what you do have. I, all you said with Desmond Bain too. Um, you have a guy who's gonna play, like gonna play and do all the dirty work for your team. Like that's you got a guy, a guy who's not gonna be afraid to get dirty. Like I know Jokic does all the little stuff. Jaron Jackson Jr. does all the little stuff too. But if you need a guy to be a pest, you need a guy to dive on the loose balls. You gotta do all that. Like you got, you got that and, to for Rick, that too. And I, I was so when we first started, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do something really funky. It didn't pan out this way. I was planning on taking Marcus Smart with this pick. No, I would. I would have loved if someone took Marcus Smart. I, I was, thought that was a really. I good was pick. close to picking Marcus Smart just because when you, you get more have, shooting with Desmond Bain, when though. you for sure, yeah. but like and Desmond Bain plays this role too. When you have all the stars like we do, you need someone who is going to do some, as you said, the little things, the stuff stars do well, not and don't want to do. Here's the thing: every championship run, there comes out to be a, a third and or fourth, fifth guy on the team that is like. They may not have done it all, but they don't want a championship with him. Bobby Portis. He didn't do it all, all right. but they don't want a championship yeah. without Bobby Neither. Portis PJ playing Tucker. his role. Or you may have that's not about pick. You you may have you may have the Bobby Portis if your team were going to win it. I'm Desmond going May through like it. in my head. Like if like, that's your you pick for like a, that's that your mold. reasoning in the pick. Yeah. That's not a bad pick. I think there's guys like Mikhail Bridges you can throw around. Jay, Jay, you know what? Jalen Brown probably should be Jaylen the pick Brown. there. Brown, that's yeah. what I he was needs thinking. the ball a little bit too much, in my opinion, to be he effective. He needs the score to be effective. That, that's the yeah. biggest thing when you put together these teams. Like you have to think there's one basketball, and Joel Embiid's on his own team for like and and puts up those stats because Joel Embiid doesn't play with Nikola Jokic. Now here's Jokic here's your question: You are the ultimate positionless basketball team. Yes. You have three guys who can play in the backcourt. But only two can really play in the backcourt. Who's between Luca, Kyrie, and Desmond Bain? Who's your backcourt? And who goes to the? I mean, like it's got to be Kyrie and Luca. I think. Got to be right. And then maybe it's it's go. It depends on team versus team because like Kyrie and Luca is all well and good on offense, but when we're staring down like a Steph and Harden, or if we're staring down a, a, a CP three and who'd you say PG thirteen or PG. Book and Morant, like yeah. on the defensive end, that's no fun. Like that's no fun. So. I may be a little bit too offensive shifted, but I think anywhere the game goes, like that type build can kind of stick in. No, I, I, I hey, <laughs> there you go. Way to catch yourself. All right, I like playing. I like playing this game. Let's let's break down the teams a little bit too. Can, can we just talk about the players that didn't make the cut? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I'm just looking at win shares, and I'm not going to count Robert Williams because win shares is not a good stat. Sometimes he's also hurt. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Rudy Gobert not taken. Shocker. We got. We understand yeah, why let's move taken. on. Let's move on. Trey Young not taken. Kind of didn't count. Kind of, yeah. yeah he was the play guy. Yeah, They're ninth time. in the East. We had that little talk. Mikel Bridges, we talked about. Donovan Mitchell not taken. Donovan yeah, that's Mitchell. That's a big one. Jalen Brown, we yeah, talked about we him talked a little about, bit. Yeah. You guys are disrespecting Pascal. I mean, I think he's a money player. I don't yeah. think anyone's surprised that Pascal didn't get taken. Like, like, I, I, hey, if you told pick. me Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain got taken. <laughs> I would say Pascal. That's why my team would work. Your team just <laughs> yeah. got no, no. We're gonna leave to this it. to a fan vote. <laughs> no we'll form, to, we'll no see. form to it. Um, who? Are, any other? Any other surprise snubs? Uh, Terry Rozier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can make it like a. It, there's too many good guards, but like Fred Van Vliet. That's the thing. Yeah. There's so many good guards. Darius Garland. Yeah, like Lamelo. All the French all stars. That's what like I was Lamelo Ball. Yeah. yeah. If I thought about this a little more, and I love having Moran on my team, I'm fine taking him. But when we were in the third round and you guys were taking your picks, I was like, Darius Garland probably not going to be picked. And I would love to have him in the fifth round. So Guys yeah. like him are trying. Yeah. It, all, it all really just, comes down to it. And, and they're good guys for the position. You have to think to yourself, though, can I justify taking Darius Garland over right. John Morant, over well, Trey Young, I over also, some of these guys? No. If he falls to me, that's my option. 
I'm so happy with Darius Garland. I'll take him on my team. But if I look over on the other team and, and John Morant's over there, and I'm like, Dad, I got a chance I honestly, to pick him. I'm not going to lie. I honestly would have rather have a fifth-round Garland than a third-round Morant looking back at this draft. It's all about value. Value? Value. It's all value. Yeah. But with the player. And, like, like, this and, isn't a 32-team draft. It's a 14-team draft. I get it, draft. but I also fumbled the bag because Harden was available in my fifth pick, so I could have left that point guard position up and taken Harden there. You could have. Mm. And, that, and that was – it's crazy. That's one thing that I know I didn't anticipate coming into a draft like this is your team makeup. Like, I have, I have a team who I, I want to pick in my head, but then, like, your team shifts based on, obviously, who gets taken, and it's such a positionless basketball world that it almost gives you like too many Endless options. Op- yeah, because if you make the wrong pick, if I if I decide to put, you know, just a random example, if I decide to put KD at the four and I pick a center, and then you know, and I go around and there's now now there's no good two guards left. Now there's no good three guards left. Now there's no good point guards left. Now I'm forced into Desmond Bain or someone like that. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> What's crazy is he literally is like third in the league for three point percentage. <laughs> like he's actually the perfect pick there. But we we could keep it pushing. All I'm gonna say, you gonna have to you have to go to war in the comments, boy. You gonna have to go to war in the are, comments. Boy. We're gonna put this through a fan vote. We're gonna put this out. I think Twitter is the best for this because you can do polls. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. This will be out on Twitter. Go vote for this. I think Matt's gonna wipe the vote. Well, think so? yeah. to be honest, to be honest, when we well, just in general, if, if I we think could Matt vote right now, if I could vote for my team, I'd vote for my team straight up. I would vote for Matt. There was there's two Sixers taken. Here's all I know. A lot of the, a lot of our fans happen to be Sixers fans. There's two Sixers taken. Both are on Matt's team. <laughs> and team yeah, is yeah, still yeah. like arguably the best team just objectively. So I you I, I really worry yeah. about the Middleton about Middleton getting exploited. Who's man, the worst team, Jake. Jake, I think Kyle. Wow. Oh, why do you think Kyle? Why do you think Kyle? I think Jokic, Luka, Kyrie is such a strong top three. I'm not as high on D-Book and Morant as – I would actually – yeah, Okay, I, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. So Kyle, Kyle's team – for so everyone who's just listening, Kyle's team – Let's go do it by Kate, position. Kate, for, do it by position. By so position. Morant, Booker, DeRozan, KD, Cat. Right, and then Jake's, Jake's team, Kyrie, Luka, Bain slash Luka, Luka slash Mania, Triple J, Jokic. Come on, I think I got he has game. a better big three. Matt's right. Jake has a better big three. It's just like when I got a better big five. This is what I imagine. Like I literally go like into like what actions would we run as an offense? DeRozan Bain is tough for you. The matchup of DeRozan and Bain is tough. I, for see, you. I think you're underselling him on the defensive end. Like he's going up against a lot of good guys. At Cat the top is of going the to work Nikola Jokic defensively. Well, that's unfortunate. Anyone? Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not unfortunate. bring up the Jokic. Yeah, but Cat got to come to the ocean too. Yeah, yeah, Cat got to come to the ocean too. I just imagine, like when I was building this team, if I am running ninety percent of my offense is going to be predicated on the Luca and or Kyrie pick and roll with Jokic, whether Jokic is a trigger man, whether Kyrie or Luca the guard has the ball, those other guys are going to be standing and watching. And I got the best standers and watchers out there with Desmond Bain. Standard and watcher. And, and you also have three guys who, when Kyrie and Luka stop bink, binking and put it up at some point, three guys who all three are going to crash the yeah, board. Yeah, I got some rebounding. I think that the names, like I said, I expected to be clowned. I'm picking Triple J and Bain. Like, the Triple J one was surprising. Like over Jalen Brown. It's a tough pill to swallow. More than Desmond Bain? Yeah, I think so. Top twenty now. He picked Triple J at thirteen. It's top twenty. Like there's all just players all right, last 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 little <laughs> argument. <laughs> last little argument before we wrap it up. Who has the best big three? So, so everyone picked their big three on their team. Because oh. I guess guys, I guess you can like it ain't so you me. pick your own big three. <laughs> it ain't me. Who, who's yours? <laughs> My big three would be 
CP3, Tatum, and Giannis. Our first three pick for most people. It's, yeah, first three picks. First three. Most people, it's going to be first three picks. I think I have the best first three picks. I would have just picked some name value people who would have pleased the normies. And then so I would Matt, have all the votes. <laughs> so Matt, you're no because Matt. You can make an argument hard. Yeah, Matt, your 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 big three isn't yeah. your first three picks. Yeah, yeah. Hard is your last pick. Yeah. <laughs> and Middleton's Steph up Harden. there. So what's your for what's your big three? And beat Steph Harden. That's tough. We all, they're all tough. That's we got tough. the top 15 Kyle, players. Kyle, your big three is. I don't even want to be in this conversation. My big three is not better than you any K- of yours, K- bro. K- KD, Book, Morant. It's good. It's not KD, the Book, level Morant's that, not, yeah, that your not, guys have. Yeah. I, like I, like, I like Matt's big three. I like Jake's. Yeah, you're, you're top heavy. I just think Jake Foles is If Desmond five, Bain hits. fun. It, look, your team, instead of if Desmond Bain scores 12 points, you win. Like to me, <laughs> like, like Desmond Bain gives you that, like you win because you're, you're gonna get. That's all you really need: role players more than you need other stars, in my opinion. After you get past like the big three, like I don't want like stars are a bad Tatum, thing Tatum in my opinion. Tatum is just eating it. Tatum is just going just just oh my god! Oh. <laughs> a lot of people are getting violated. Like we're talking about the best players in the playoffs. No, because here's the thing: I don't think anyone has that big of a matchup gap in one to one that you do on Desmond Bain on anybody. Well, on we got help coming. Face. We got help coming. We got JJJ in his life all right. sliding over. All right. So one more time for all the listeners at home. We're going to go. I'm going to name everybody's team. I'm just going to go by your picks. Um, Kyle's team, KD, D-Book, John Morant, Cat, and DeMar DeRozan. My team, Giannis, Tatum, CP3, PG, and Bam. Stat Matt's team, Embiid, Steph, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, James Harden, Jake's team, Jokic, Luka, Kyrie, Triple J, Desmond Bain. Everybody out there, we're going to put this on social media. Let us know in the comments who had the best team, whose team you think would go farthest in the playoffs if all of these teams were in the playoffs. All right. So that was, that was a pretty good job. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was, that was, that was pretty good draft. We got to do this more often. We're, um, my GM skills are, are top notch. So, all right. We will, we're going to move on now. Um, as we've been doing for the past couple of weeks, so from NBA to March Madness, it'll be the last week we do it because March Madness tier is officially over. What a, what a March Madness was. But we're going we're gonna to recap the final four. First, we're going to go into that side game, the, the Villanova Kansas game. Um, that was that was a real a tough one to watch, yeah. especially when you're watching it at like a, a little Villanova watch party and like the the energy Which looks goes sick. By the it was idea. it was dope. It was dope until we were losing. I was like about to say twelve to four, and it's dead Sorry. silent yeah. or murmurs. And, 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 and you're probably hoping that second half for a little bit. Though. I want to yeah. give I want to give Nova Nation a whole lot of credit. Whenever there was anything to cheer about, a glimmer of hope, you know they they were getting after it, and you know we closed the gap to six or eight at one point, and you're very much back in the ball game, mm-hmm. so. But can't give give credit to Kansas. The pace never got in Villanova's favor. It never once from the start of the game, from Abaji hitting those threes to yeah, start the game, already to David McCormick behind. starting to to have his way inside. We never were able to get the pace in our game. We were chasing Kansas the entire time. And I said, if that happened, we weren't going to beat them. And if we got in our pace, we were. It, it obviously never happened. And credit Kansas. But what I will say is, it took them shooting the absolute lights out of the ball. To beat us, like I, I haven't seen a body shoot like that. I haven't seen Kansas shoot yeah. like that. But they, uh, Kyle, a body started that's, perfect. No, that's free. the thing. That's how they beat you. But I'm not sure it took that. I'm not sure if that from my point of view, happen, it took that. Kansas wouldn't have still won the game. From but yeah, a body starting five for five was ridiculous. It, was, it, it, can't, I don't it know almost it almost nothing you can do about that. that when you're down. What were they down at half? Like 18. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's a sad pretty- nod right there. <laughs> um, I, I've known the feel. There's no more somber feeling than being in a crowd of like over a thousand people. All of you want the one thing to happen, and that thing, the opposite of that thing, is happening. It is the worst feeling 
I was there in Xfinity Live for the first Sixers like Raptors game, and they got crushed. Mm -hmm. The worst feeling being in. Uh, so I, I'm sorry. For no, that I got a counter. I was being at a road game when your team is getting hammered. Been there too. That's oh. rough because yeah. everyone else is going nuts, there. and oh. you're just saddened. Uh, I was like was... 11 years old in the Eagles jersey, getting clowned at Heinz Field in the Steelers. <laughs> oh game. man, no, that that's really. But I mean, it, it, so. Yes, it was really somber. You know, it's, it's it's tough to come back from. But when you get in there and you're starting, there's all the pregame oh, go to it, best. and you're and you're in the vibes. You forget that there's a world that exists outside of Villanova. So in this world right now, there is no chance, no possible way we lose this game. Look, look at this energy right now. There's no way this comes down. And then when the game starts, you realize, wow. oh, reality. It's there's so a really brutal. good team over there. Like it, it right. really is unfortunate. And credit to Kansas. Obviously, they were you know the best team, the better team, but. Like, it really is sad that you just get blown the doors off of in, like, the first, like, five-ish minutes. They're, they're hitting everything, and you feel like you have no chance. And I, I was kind of, as you described, kind of the feeling of the game. Uh, but still a good season for me. You would say still a good season for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Novita to Kansas in the final four four years ago. It was, and it was, they had revenge <laughs> written all over, especially yeah. Bill Self. No it's one also, else like, teams there, tough because what it showed is that, like, because Justin Moore went out, obviously – yeah, Nova's really not deep at all. Like, when they had to throw these other guys in, like, it hurt. Oh, we right. knew they were only playing six, and there were some yeah. question marks, like, maybe it could be good. But there was a hole on the floor at all times at without all, Justin yeah, Moore. at all times. I mean, the starting five was – they were still beating us crazy, but I, I was – I'm confident of that starting five right. with Caleb Daniels in. Yeah, when, when you know, Archer and Brian Antoine just don't have a lot of experience. So, mm -hmm. being thrown in that kind of environment is tough. But um, let's move on so I can – yeah, I'm, so I can – I can heal um, <laughs> to the UNC Duke game because, I mean, it's nuts. How awesome was that? Nuts. That was so great. <laughs> that was an incredible, an incredible game. And for UNC to double down and beat Coach K again and not let him get <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> it was so that's great. the most evil laugh I've ever heard. That is the most evil laugh I have ever heard. Why? Why the evil laugh? The whole self-congratulating retirement tour ending the worst way possible. Self-congratulating. So oh you think, my god! You think Coach K is not going to get congratulated? Oh, it's not about me. As I yeah, do an interview with that. my wife. That on ESPN for the eighth time in the past two months. That's ESPN's where I was. No, but they got to agree to the interview. That's true. That's what true. if, like, Roy Williams didn't do any of that? Yeah, yeah, no. He did like, one thing. He won one thing at UNC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and doing the whole uh, – it was so glorious. Okay, the game. And let's I don't talk about like the game. UNC. Right, let's talk about the game then because it was an incredible game. Caleb, Caleb Love hits – one of the most, you know, clutch shots we've seen in recent tournament history right over Mark Williams. Um, I, mean, I mean, what did you, you guys think? What was, your, what was your opinion on it? Duke missed their free throws. <laughs> Duke missed their free throws. They missed their three-pointers. I mean, I think – So Duke lost this more I than UNC it, won this. UNC earned it just as much, but I think the question marks around Duke of how this team, you know, wasn't really playing like a great team. They just had a bunch of great guys going into the tournament, and they thought we had that fix, and it came back again. AJ Griffin mm. shot like one for seven. Mark Williams wasn't a dominant force. He was kind of just there. Roach shot terribly. I mean, it, it was tough. And on the other side, Caleb Love is shooting lights out. Baycott's fighting hard. So the fact that Duke was, like, still in that game until the very end yeah. was crazy when you go back and look at the stats. But, I mean, I agree with Matt. That was just Duke losing, Coach K losing. And I don't know. Like, he said that this was the most worst way it could have happened. I agree with him. 
You don't think it was the worst way to end your career for Coach K? I think it would have been better if they lost to the 15th seed. I think the only way it could have been worse than losing to your 40-year rival in the Final Four was if it was in the championship game. Right now, let me uh, before I, I go on on the game. This is something that has racked my mind ever since they lost. There is no way that he stays retired. Thank you. There is yeah. no, no way chance. that he's There's retired. no chance Coach K stays retired. There's Kyle. He let, has the excuse. He let now me, got a let me, let, me, excuse. Let, me paint, let me paint you this picture. I agree. You're, you're, like, the biggest rivalry, retired, the biggest rival in sports, your biggest rival in the biggest rivalry in maybe the history of sports. You are 50-50 with them now. Not only you're 50-50, you lost the last two times to make it 50-50. One of them being the last home game. And then being in the final four by a new coach who's now two and one on you, there is yeah. no chance. I, I get even, the storyline. Even even the sound of it. I get the storyline. He's fifty fifty. Even the sound no, no, of it. No, no. I, I got to come so back. Good. There's no the, way. There's no way. Gonna start like nine and four, and then it's gonna be hey, Coach K is like going to practice, seeing what's going on. John Shire, welcome him in. And it, like if he comes the, back and, and just coaches the tournament, thing, or no, just no, no, or no, just no, coaches no, the last game of the season, it'll be like this, like. He's inkling back, and then at some point, oh, he's back for the home Carolina game. Hey, it that's makes gross. a lot that's of sense. Gr- that's gross if, behavior. I understand the narrative around it. If I had the pick right now, if I had the bet, is he going to play or is he going to coach again? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I would say no, but it's it's not likely. But forty it is. year rival, like when you Tom are Brady 50 retired and fifty. When Tom Brady retired. Day one, people were like, he's not going to stay retired. Okay, and, and we that's could my see question. that How, one coming. Coach K, I would be genuinely shocked. But this shocked makes so much sense to me. Of like, you that's did, cool. The narrative did a retirement tour, and he's just going it, it to. It don't matter. It makes sense. It don't matter. Hey, it made perfect sense for Duke to win the national championship. It don't matter. Hey, yo, yo. I, I like there's the no way. Better. There's no way. Like, like, And maybe I could be completely wrong. I don't know Coach K from a can of paint. But there's no way he slept soundly. Uh-huh. Slumber. About that. I don't care about that. And that was a week ago. So you think he's going to be able to do that for the rest of his life, knowing that he need up fifty fifty? No, nope, nope, no. Nope. Uh, especially no, nope, he's coming back. If they There's can no like, chance. if they can pitch to prospects. I mean, I guess it's kind of already that's already done with. But like, oh, we're gonna get, you're gonna be on Coach K's last ride. He's coming back. Don't tell anyone. Uh oh, Coach K suddenly got an absolutely stacked roster, which you could make the case that he did this year. He's he got a pretty he's got a pretty stacked roster, and just on my analysis of why they lost and what it came down to, the difference. You can't have Roach and Griffin. We talked about them being the two X factors. Uh they are a combined three of eighteen on the game. Can't happen to if you're going to win. Uh so unfortunate that Coach K for right now, had to go out like that. I know Matt is super sad. fortunate. He's you know what sad. my favorite thing about I've never this? heard an evil laugh <laughs> like that You know what my before. favorite thing about this is? Duke's going to have to hang a Final Four banner of 2022. So always be in their stadium when their fans look up and they just think, Damn, wow, Damn. Carolina. <laughs> That's what they're going to look at and just think. <laughs> they're going to hang a Because they, they can't not That's hang a banner. No, they might not hang it. <laughs> they might not hang it. All right, really quick, let's wrap up. The national championship talk. Uh, Kansas overcomes the largest deficit in NCAA tournament history. Um, and at halftime, they were down what? 15 at halftime. 15 they're 16 down 16 in the whole game, right? Yeah. Um, so, and, and they come back and win. Just it, It's funny because 
at halftime, it's first of all a nine twenty start for a national championship is ridiculous. It's terrible. It's just ridiculous. Can we stop? Can we stop all this? I don't. I don't care about. What the is way. the point? It's the West Coast, and and oh, but, yeah, it, the world runs on Eastern Standard Time. Sorry about Agreed. it. Yeah, sorry about it. Sorry about it. That's also, ridiculous. like as much as you're moving it up for the or moving it back for the West Coast. You're hurting the East Coast. Yeah, because they know you're going to stay up. So so bottom line is, I'm 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 all but cozy in bed, about to go to sleep, and I think, uh, let me just get something to drink. We just do a little nighttime routine. That takes about five minutes in the second half start. I come back and it's a seven point game, and 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 all of a sudden, like, see your issue. Kansas has all momentum. Watch enough Doc Rivers games this year, because I never thought that game was over. Because the 16-point lead is nothing to me. Yeah, it's true. just like, uh, you, I was like, I can't just come back. It wouldn't. Tr-. And then I saw, like, the biggest ha- like deficit ever. And I was just like, really? You know why That's You like- know why we should have realized that, that that UNC lead may not have been sustainable? Because their best players didn't get them to that lead. Caleb Love in the entire game shot 5 for 24. RJ, RJ Davis goes 5 for 17. So their backcourt combines for 10 for 41 from the field. And... They're, 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 that's not, you know, they're, those are Caleb Love, right, is their best player in the tournament. He would not stretch they, them to that They ran lead. out of gas. They are playing a tight five-man, barely six And you come off of, look, you come entire... off of crazy, and a lot of people talked about it, the most emotional win probably, you know, you might ever have in your career. And then you realize, all oh, two days later, I got to play for an even bigger game. Do I have it enough in me to get it done? It looked like they did, but credit Kansas for staying the course, right? And they, you know, everyone, everyone woke up in the second half. It's what really is good. Looking back on the box score, I didn't realize this. They had uh, three guys with double doubles: uh, Baycott, Manic, and Davis. All ended up having double doubles. UNC, UNC, that is UNC, won the rebounding battle, fifty-five to thirty-five. I don't know if I've ever seen a basketball game it's where there's shots. <laughs> there's a twenty rebound advantage for one team. This is nuts. And that team ends up, yeah, the, the offensive rebounding, twenty-four of their rebounds. fifty-five were yeah. offensive. And they end up losing that lead. But again, as you said, it is a star-driven Pilot. tournament. And if your Field guys aren't selling, yeah, you got what you want. If those if those second shots don't go in either, and I get the defensive rebound, and you know, gotta they, say you can only have twenty-four offensive rebounds if you miss a lot of shots. Today. Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> that's, the, that's true. I will say so. Uh, you asked the question in the one Final Four game, like, did the team win it or did the team lose it? And this one, I think I can outright say UNC lost. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Even you give, you give credit to Kansas. 16, yeah, give credit like, to Kansas. I'm even last four minutes, UNC up five, taking terrible shots, taking a three with 20 seconds on the shot clock that wasn't even an open in the offense three, right? Caleb Love trying to do everything himself in the last three minutes, tried to bring the team back. He made one layup, got two blocked, and missed one. Well, he did like, that. He against UCLA, that's how they won. So he thinks he thought he could do it again. Yeah, yeah. and he come back in a UCLA game. And then he hit the shot against Duke, so he's thinking, "I'm never going to miss a big shot again." And it took it from the same spot on the floor too. Got right to his spot. Right, knew he yeah. wanted to take it. This isn't the NBA. No, this is college basketball. Take, take good shots, dude. This is college basketball, 16, and it's not all on Caleb Love. He wasn't. He wasn't the one that took that three that I'm talking about. I think it was R.J. Davis who took the three that was just stupid in the last four minutes, but. I think UNC choked this game. I think they should honestly be the national champion right now. I think. I think Kansas. What I think. Kansas proved they were a second-half team against Miami. Mm-hmm. They clamped down the second half in the title game. And I just think it's the lack of depth for UNC. I think just think they ran out of gas. Yeah, Kansas I just was, think their legs were gone, but, and that's yeah. why they're missing shots. Kansas, Texas Tech, and like maybe Houston may have been the deepest teams coming in the tournament, Kansas. And always, both soft teams are always incredibly deep. He has no problem going 
eight, nine, and a foul trouble 10 deep, even in the tournament. He did it again. But with that win and with Coach K retiring for now, Bill Self joins um, Jay Wright as Go Cats as the only other active men's coaches with um, two national championship wins. So he put himself in some certain spaces with that one. A lot of people said Bill Self was a regular season coach, has what, 15 or something? He was getting a lot regular of season titles. Yeah, yeah. He was getting a lot of, you got to no show up in this big moment. Tom Izzo. No, people are starting to now. Like now, now, now the now the last one a title twenty two years ago. Right, right, right. And, and and here's and here's the thing, like because now that Bill Self was in that scope, people are starting to realize now that he's out of that, people are like, well, who's next in line? I think Tom Izzo mm-hmm. is next in line, and then Jim Beheim right. is probably like right now. Who do we that. make fun of? Exactly. Well, no, now who's under the gun? Who's Virginia, now who's Virginia dude? Tony, now, Tony now, now who can't just get to the tournament? Because Izzo will get to the tournament next year. He will get to the Sweet Sixteen. Michigan State will can stamp that. Yeah. But then people are going to start to say that about Izzo. Just like they said that about um, about Bill Self, and I think Jim Beheim is next to get that hot seat of like, all right, man, all these wins, all these regular season wins, why well, got one national title? I need more national titles. But um, we're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. It's been a great one. Um, but as always, we can get some shots up at the buzzer. Someone got something to say at the buzzer? Yeah, I got a shout out. Uh, got a shout out. Our guy, Jimmy J, rocking. Hey, rocking. I, I appreciate that. Man, bro. that was the coolest thing of all time. That was dope, dude. It really, they, clicking on, first off, you have some awesome uh, photographs of you at the event. Really paints the picture, but we're really proud of you, as always, man. Bro, that, that, love to see it. That that means a lot, man. It was it was a great event. I appreciate everyone at Villanova who, who came out, supported, who came to the event. Obviously, Villanova Athletics for hiring me. Um, but, yeah. That, that, I mean, I know Kyle may not want to accept the invitation, but if there's ever, if there's ever a time, there. you, you guys, you guys got to come. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be like us. that. I, <laughs> I actually couldn't. Peel back, peel back I, the curtain a little bit. Sorry. Sorry to, I, to everybody at Villanova. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. I saw a stage and I said, oh, it's this kind of party. FaceTime one of my good friends, Mel, who, uh, who works with me and was like, I didn't know it was this big of an event. She's like, James, we're in the final four. Yeah. And those words, <laughs> is, that's when it hit me like, we're actually in the four in a final four. Like, oh, okay. This is a huge event. 4,500 strong. Thanks to everybody. Shout out. Thanks for the shout out, man. Of course. Appreciate it. Anyone got some, yeah. something to say at the buzzer? Um, real quick, not my at the buzzer, but go check out the YouTube channel. We brought on Matt Valdivinos, as, who's been on the show. You probably remember him yeah. as our official NFL draft expert. Got a lot of great plug. We are, as a show, we're bringing him on and we're doing a little mini series. He wants to do a couple videos. I'm not sure exactly how many it's going to be. Many as he wants, man. Could be anywhere between like, Four and like twelve before the NFL draft. <laughs> Knowing that he'd be down to do it. But man. we did a quarterback video. I hopped on with him. It was a lot of fun. Uh if you made it this far in the episode, I'll spoil. He had Malik Willis at five. So you gotta go yeah, click on that video go. and figure out what happened. But there. but you know, you know, listen to his reasoning. My guy Kyle had the points to it. It's a kind of it's a kind yeah. of random back a little bit, but a really dope video, smooth video. Love that we're gonna have Matt V on us with us in a, in a bigger role, man. And then my real at the buzzer man. is the Masters is this weekend. Yeah, shout I out. love golf. So I just want to take does some Tiger wild play? shots on who's going to win. I, I does got Tiger play? Tiger's playing. Tiger's playing. Uh, so who do I think is going to win if I had to be a smart man? John Rahm. But I think Colin Morikawa has a great shot that people aren't looking at. And I think sleeper Will Zalatoris is in a really good spot to win the Masters. Not And, and I mean, he's like supposed to – he's like the 40th best odds. So this isn't like he's going to win like it. like when Matt talks hey, soccer. Let hey, me soccer. kick you some game. Go ahead, man. You don't know who's going to win that tournament. Tiger Woods? LT great, bro. Not 50 happening. to 1. Not on That's it. a horrible odd. <laughs> Those odds are so bad. <laughs> because it's him. He should L- be 100 or 200. LT great. LT great. Like, I don't even know. Like, I, would, I, I, I think it's like 1 in 5 that he makes the cut. 
Uh, oh, so you are? It's, it I mean, I was watching. From apparently, apparently the expert betters. Apparently, the expert betters are telling you to take that bet that he will make the cut. Like that, it rarely, it's yeah, rarely, just, rarely does yeah. Tiger. Tiger at the Masters, I would. I'd find Come on, we're talking about Tiger, cut. Matt. Come I'm on. Oh, I'll be Don't real sound quick. like it. Oh, Matt got a ticket in. All right, Matt, what's your at the buzzer? Um, so in the national title game, Armando Baycott tragically rolled his ankle near the end of the game. Good sportsmanship for Kansas for not taking advantage. Yeah, I, questionable timing. Yeah. Like yeah, not with the game, but go ahead. Yeah, but there's a clip on Twitter that we'll put in the background of this video okay. of when Baycott twisted his ankle, the floor yeah. collapses mm. a little bit. Yeah. And right when it collapses, his leg is his ankle right, buckles right essentially. Well, the guy, like the floor management person, came out and said, "Oh, that's supposed to happen. You're lying." It's not supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> <Of course laughs> not supposed to move. It's like, oh, we did an internal investigation of of our things, and we found that we did nothing wrong. That's like the same yeah. energy. Um, and I can't stress this enough. This is the national championship game, and these players are not getting paid. Yeah, this could this could have ruined his NBA career chances if it was like a horrible injury. He's looking like he might be like a fringe first rounder right mm. now. He and just because you want to pack the stadium where you're doing this court that's not fit for basketball. When I played rec basketball leagues in high school on a high school court that was stable. Yeah, like, this is the <laughs> yeah. I don't need seven, you don't need yeah. seventy thousand. You yeah. can get it done with, with fifty yeah. thousand and there's a basketball floor. stadium that the Hornets play in. Two seconds away, they're right next to each other. Seventy thousand be the most the packed that stadium's ever the been. Yeah. Not the Hornets, no, uh, that one too. Yeah, yeah, same thing. <laughs> that one too. Yeah, that one too. Um, but no, you, you just don't want to see it. And also, like you talked about a little bit, these guys are playing for something beyond this, and you want to take their, you know, you're sacrificing their professional careers. And like you always talk about it, you know, player safety first, player safety first, and you gotta sometimes you gotta question: Is it truly about player safety first, or are you willing to? Compromise it in ways you don't think it'll come back to bite you. Because Armando Baycott's not the only person who experienced the floor moving. It happened when the nation was watching. But there are we we probably can look at some twisted ankles and you know some some slips and some sure, falls you ask the players throughout something. all of these. You know, there's a lot of tournament games getting played. Just we didn't see all these minor moments. Sometimes someone else may have experienced this too. So you know, let's 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 just make sure you get it right. Um, but my at the, my at the buzzer right now um, is I hate when I blank. Am I at the buzzer, yo? I just I just had it in my. I'm head. not editing it out, so you're gonna have to. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> no, I'm but, but thanks for getting it to me. No, I had I had the cheesesteak thing one. I'm gonna remember it as soon as we get off of this podcast. But that shows you how many places my mind is. But <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. It was a great one. Shout out to everyone for, uh, up on Game Network. Shout out to everyone who's been rocking with us and to listen to this episode. And shout out to my guys, Jake Galley, Kyle Sirik, and Stat Matt Robinson. I'm James Jackson. These have been the facts. Straight up.